Leo's penalties and MRA and TSP, all on today's Fedna Babble. This is Fedna Babble, where Kevin and Cassie make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. These two don't hold back as they answer questions from the FedPilot workshops and webinars or from questions submitted by you at fednababble.com. Welcome, Cassie. Hello. Good to have you here. Hello. Hello. Good to have you, Kevin. Yes. Let's do some questions. Here's the All first right. one. I am a Leo and will turn 57 with 29.4 years. That's very precise. Very specific. Is there, any, <laughs> is there any way to get to 30 years for the retirement benefit? Uh, what say you? <laughs> so, okay. This is a kind of a funky one because Leo law enforcement officers, part of special provision, um, they have a mandatory retirement age of 57. And for them, well, they're, they're trying to get to 30 years. Mm -hmm. The first question is, why are you trying to get to 30 years? Because it really doesn't matter, does it? I mean, as far as eligibility well, for retirement, it doesn't matter. Right. Not if they're law enforcement officer, because right. they can be um, 50 with 25 years of service or 55 um, with nope. 20 years. Okay. Wait, I was thinking that, that was backwards. I, I think actually 50 no, with 20. No, it's any age with 25 years. Any age with 25 years. So 50 with 20 and any age with 25 years. So he's going to turn 57. So he's over the 50. So he could retire or she could retire at 20 years of service, which yeah. this person is way over that. So they're, unless they're trying to get a trophy for 30 years, there's no need. And I've, I've heard of Elio's um, waiting until 57 because then they can choose any day in that month to retire and their pension will begin accruing right away rather than having right. to wait till the end of the month. Um, so that's been a thing. And other times, um, LEOs though will receive waivers, but that's if mostly if they have less than 20 years. So for instance, if somebody is hired in at, you know, the age of 40, then they might get a waiver to get to age 60 so they can qualify with the 25 with the 20 years minimum required for LEO mm -hmm. service. But typically if somebody has over the um, 20 years and they're 57, I mean, the only way to get past the 29 year point for Mark would be with sick leave if they want to increase their pension amount. But there's no real benefit no need. necessarily to having that extra time. Like it's not going to add or change the percentage factor for those years past 20 so that they can increase their pension. I mean, it will increase their pension just based on the, the yeah. extra months, but there's no other reason. Um, right. For that, if that makes sense. And it will only increase their, per, their, their uh, pension at the 1.0 level, not even the 1.7 level. So right. now this is this is something that I've seen. <clears throat> excuse me. Recently, 
where someone was wanting to retire going off of the wrong rules not realizing mm -hmm. that they could retire already so i wonder if this person which very could well be could be the case is trying to retire waiting not realizing that they can retire right now right hmm. this happens all the time <clears throat> you would yeah. be surprised the amount of lack of information for certain types of employees yes um people think that the regular FERS eligibility rules apply to everybody. And that's simply not the case. There are many exceptions out there. Um, LEOs, firefighters, air traffic controllers, they all have their own set of rules called because they're special provision employees. And then we've got military reserve technicians, Customs and Border Protection, and those each have their own set of rules. Yeah. Like there's so many different um, and it's not just eligibility either. It's how their pensions computated and yep. all of these things. And so I people agree. really have to make sure that they're they're using the right set of rules for their whole retirement package um, for what is going to be, you know, pertains to them because there's so much information out there and, and so many different types of employees that um, it's really easy to get confused, that's for sure. Right. And, you know, one of the things that when I do the FedPilot workshops um, and we don't have any special provisions, so we don't cover those rules. One of the th I always hesitate <clears throat> because, sorry, a little raspy voice. Um, I always hesitate because I say, OK, you FERS employees, this is how you retire and when you can retire knowing that mm -hmm. if they go to any of their special provision friends, if they go to any law enforcement officers and say, hey, this is what I learned, this is the way it is, that's actually not true for them. It's only true for the people yeah. that were on the webinar or in the workshop at that moment. And so... Uh, Hold on, it, Kevin. It, Do you mean to tell me that you're a culprit to this water cooler talk everybody's talking about? <laughs> I, may be I may be enabling that in a way, but... <laughs> but that's why you're right. And I feel badly about that. And every time I hesitate, but I can't say, okay, now it's not that way with these because they, the people on the call or on the webinar or in the, in the class workshop, they don't care about that other stuff. So I have to speak to the people who I'm speaking to with their rules and not go off on all the exceptions. So Yep. It and, and it not only happens with Leo's, but it happens in all of the other benefits for mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. Um, I could be speaking to one person and then turn around to their coworker doing the same job and say, oh, it's different for you. Because mm -hmm. that's not how it works. And most people just think there's a rule and everyone follows that rule. And it's not that way. So it's well, really that's deceptive. what the government makes them, uh, helps right. them to think. I can't say it makes them think that way, but right. leads them on to think that this is the rule. This is how it should be. Yeah. But do not apply government or do not apply logic, I should say, to government policy <laughs> because it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. That's a good All first right. question. Let's go to the second. I am over 65 and didn't take part B. Will I pay a penalty if I try to get in or if I try to get it when I retire next year? Um, no. In fact, even if you continue to delay um, taking Medicare part B, 
you may also be able to avoid the penalty if you have FEHB and you fill out the proper documentation with Medicare or CMS, um, which is the Center for Medicare Services. Uh, you can go to cms.gov or medicare.gov, either one of those websites, and you'll be able to search for the form that you need to avoid the Part B penalty because you have an employer-sponsored program. Um, the other thing is that you can, uh, what will happen is when you retire, if you want to get into Medicare Part B, you will have an eight-month uh, special election period to be able to do that because you have separated from service, but you're not losing employer coverage. So um, that's why I said you can continue without Medicare Part B and still avoid the penalty, but you do have, um, you'll avoid it if you also decide to elect in during the special election period once retired. Yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, yeah, the answer is no, great. <laughs> Although we'll, I'll just throw in part A, part A, when you turn 65, even if you're working, you get because. Yeah, typically that one's automatic um, yeah. and there's no fee to it. So that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, really easy. Okay, next one. Can I retire at age 55 and access my TSP without penalty, even if my MRA is 57? Well, if your MRA is age 57, you're not retiring at 55 That's unless right. you're a special provisions employee and you have yep. the correct years of service. Um, so, so let's say that they, they are special provision, then yes, you can. But if you're not special provision, then yeah, like no, you said, you're not retiring. It's, it's not. You're not retiring. You're going to go out on a, well, you're going to go out on a deferred pension. You're not going out on an immediate right. pension, which then disqualifies you. Or no, hold on. I have to think about that. I want to say they have to retire on immediate pension to be eligible to have penalty access. I believe or penalty that, that free is true. access. That, I believe that's true. From yeah. their TSP. Um, I don't get this question very often because it's not common. Um, typically, if somebody's made it to 55 and they have so many years in service, they're waiting till age 57 to either receive their MRA plus 10 retirement or um, till fully retire. But yeah, yeah I want to say they have to retire on an um, immediate pension. I would have to look that one up. Yeah, I believe so. I, I think you're right on that one. So. Yeah, that's an easy one too. <laughs> Just overall, <laughs> no, you can't. So as you as as you, watching this and listening to Cassie and I go back and forth, you can tell that some answers are really really simple to answer. It's just there it is. Here's a few things, and we're done. Other ones are oh my goodness, we got to get pretty involved, and it's only going to to specific people at specific times, and it gets really really complicated and that's why it's so important to be able to go figure out what your retirement is going to look like well before you retire so that you are setting yourself up in the right way so that when you do retire 
you're not having to make all these adjustments at the last minute trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I put myself in the best spot? No, you're already in the best spot because you have a plan and you're going forward. So uh, as Cassie and I always say, if you want to get a comprehensive report on your benefits, uh, just go to fednababble.com and let us know and we will get you in touch with one of our trusted, one, one of the uh, professionals that we work with in our trusted network and uh, free, no cost, no obligation. And you'll be able to know what your next steps are, no matter if you're 20 years or two months from retirement. Yep. Oh, and the answer is no. I just checked my notes. They do have to retire. Um, Look at you go. With an immediate pension, it can't be a deferred uh, retirement to get that penalty free access. So wait till your MRA um, until you separate from service if you're looking at needing that, needing that money from TSP in order to make it uh, financially. Good. See how quick she is? See that? See that? <laughs> I love that, Cassie. Good job. All right. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, we're going to close this one. Until next time. Yes. Thank you. Take care, everyone.